Welcome back to the Brew Crew podcast. Today is Wednesday, March 2nd. The Boston Bruins just fell to the Anaheim Ducks 4-3 to in heartbreaking fashion. A Trevor Zegras goal on the power play with 21 seconds remaining in the game. Uh, Ricky Welch, how are we feeling? Besides that, we're feeling pretty peachy. Um, I think we got to address something for, you know, I would say uh, I want to start with this. Who is your MVP of the week? We're starting with the MVP of the week. Yeah, I think we owe it to ourselves. Well, the, I think I think Jim it has I think the, the week. I think the biggest star of the past week has to be David Pasternak, eight points in five games. He's on a five game point streak. He's just on an absolute tear right now. It's, <laughs> it's truly stunning to see him coming back into form. He's the player that we thought he was, you know, he's it's, it's the opposite of a wasted pick David Pasternak, you know, you know what you're going to get week uh, night in and night out it's consistency. And, you know, it's, it's truly one of the best players in the NHL. And I, I just commend Don Sweeney for, for such a, a truly brilliant, brilliant pick in the scouting team. And, you know, just the whole organization top to bottom to just, I was, I'm every time he steps on the ice, I'm wowed. And, and that has to be, he's my B-Boys MVP of the week. Fuck you. I was afraid you were going to do this. I was like, there's one guy who's, who maybe could also be, it would be him. Eight points, um, five games. Uh, my B-Boys MVP of the week is none other than uh, number 74 on the ice and number one in your heart, Jakey no. DeBrusque. Jakey DeBrusque, uh, this since the four games since we've been back, he didn't score tonight. Natural hat trick against the Kings and an assist. Against the Sharks, he had... Br- I didn't write down many, like what his goals were, but he scored two against the Kraken, including the game-winning goal. And I don't – what did he do again? Oh, he had a nice assist in the Sharks game on Marshan's first. Jakey DeBrusque in the last five games has seven goals and two assists. He is my MVP of the week. Well, I feel like we have to just, talk about him a little bit. That's just fantastic. I'm really pod. happy for you. Um, you know, Jake DeBrusque, he's 15th overall pick, correct? 14th, 15th. I think he was the middle one, yeah. Okay, so 15th overall pick. First round pick. It's his, uh, excuse me for a minute, one, two, three, four, fifth year in the league. Uh, so you would expect okay. a you would expect a player of his caliber to have, you know, 20, 25 goals at this point in the season, right? He had 27, he's had 27 goals in this in a year before. Once. It's only been Once. it's only his year. Fifth year, he's a first round draft pick, and it's his fifth year, and he scored twenty seven goals once. He's had above he's had above forty points. He's a second liner on the Stanley Cup. He's had above forty points twice. He no, I like this. This I mean, he played like a first round pick this week. One week, one week. Are are we really better than no weeks? Better than no weeks. Are we really give the guy some credit? Give the guy some credit. Not even a little bit. It's an anomaly. It's an anomaly. It's an aberration. You think it's because he? You can't even say it's because he's playing with them because like half of the goals came without them. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying it's an aberration. Blind squirrel finds a nut. 
you got to give him some credit this week. He is the B-Boys MVP of the week. Goal in the first minute of the Kings game, and another goal in the first. Maybe Quick should have had both. A nice deflection. Yeah, absolutely should have. Uh, natural hat trick. You can't take it away from him. I'm not. Two goals just, in the Kraken game. I'm just telling you that's an aberration. He looked good tonight, too. He made a nice pass to Marshan on the back door. He's been great on the forecheck. He looks like he's trying out there. It looks like he's having fun, but he still wants to trade. So after all that, uh, if you still want to leave after getting the two best linemen in the NHL, go fuck yourself. Good riddance. Goodbye. How about we talk about some guys that want to be here? Uh, but Siri, a very impressive week from Jake DeBrusque. He he pretty much shut me up all week. But, okay, um, that's all I needed to hear. It, he did. He did. It was it was impressive. But would you rather him be like this? Like, why not root for him? I mean, because I know what the I know what it's gonna bring me. Like, I this is just gonna be disappointment. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna buy into this one week after I've seen. Three years of nothing. This one's for Jakey. Cracked open a beer. First time on the pod that I'm cracking a beer. Brew crew. This one's for Jake for the rest of the pod. <laughs> if we keep them, which I don't think we should, I won't be. I won't be mad. I will be. I will be furious. But it's, okay. Well, just some things. He got moved up to the first line before the game tonight. Um, when that line together has only been on the ice for like 20 or so minutes in the games they played together, 30 to six shot advantage and have created 21 scoring chances as opposed to the opponents. Two. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like discredit. I'm actually not discrediting this week. It was very impressive, but I've seen it before. I know what happened. We've seen this yeah, story before. Before. We've seen this story before. He's he's getting the same amount of shifts. He's getting the same amount of ice time. In Seattle, he had 18 minutes. But the rest of the games, you know, before he was, he was you know, 15, 13, 13, 14. This is, you know, these most recent games, 14, 13, 18 against Seattle. Like, I'm not discrediting it, but it's truly, I believe, it, the aberration to end all aberrations. Like, this is the most unsustainable hot streak. This is – more unsustainable than Jackie Bradley Jr.'s like 33 game hit streak or whatever the hell he had like five years ago. Like that bullshit. Hit when you really break down the goals he scored, <laughs> the overtime goal, he used his speed at least in overtime. Shout out. Andy no, he Rick. did. Um, he, he, he saw Grubauer, who oh, he's fallen off a cliff, just moved off the post, uh, a la Tuka Rask in 2017, and he just snuck one in there. So that one's a weird one. The two first ones against Quick. Listen, nobody's a bigger Quick fan than me. I know. Up there, yeah, up there with Tim that. Thomas is one of my favorite goalies of all time. Uh, you know, prep school hockey guy, Connecticut guy, like UMass Lowell. UMass, just you regular UMass. He was Amherst. Oh, UMass uh, Amherst. Okay, yeah. I was thinking uh, Hellebuck. Sorry. Yep. Um, no one's a bigger fan of me than him. Like, bro, hang it up. Like, you're not. He's had a bounce back year. I he has, he has, game. but he was, he was so bad. I'm like, he was so, and he's clearly not as flexible as he used to be, which was like his thing. Um, but that was kind of sad to see just because I love. <laughs> yeah. 
and then the tip goal, obviously. So the, they kind yeah. of had a he's kind of had a horseshoe sh- stuck up his ass, but I still think overall he's playing getter uh, better and he's getting the results for it. So good for him. Good for him. Um, it is good for him. And if if that gets us a second round pick instead of a third round pick, oh, I awesome. don't think we're trading him for futures. You know what I mean? Like I just to, he's got to be part of something to get us something. I'm all, I'm on team trade him still. I think it's got to be for that the back end though. So only time will tell with that. We'll see if he continues his blazing hot streak. He still had a good game tonight. So let's talk more about the game tonight. I guess. Yeah, it took us a while to get into this game, which was Sorry, ugh. We had the that's yeah, the it had to happen. Week. Story it of the had, week. It had to happen. Um, oh, also, actually, no. We'll wait for the king until we talk about the king's name for that. Sorry. Okay. Um. Yeah. So tonight against the Ducks, um, it was just kind of an ugly, ugly game. They didn't. They kind of looked tired. Um, and it, you know, by the by the third period, it. Looked like, oh, you know, they might get like an ugly win, um, kind of similar to the Senators. But those last three minutes, they had, th- uh, I, be- I believe it was McAvoy, Bergeron, and Smith. I'm not sure if it was in that order, but three defensive zone turnovers. McAvoy's was at the blue line, Bergeron's was just a pass, and then Smith's was just another pass. Literally, they looked like high school hockey out there. Um, just the blind, just the shitty. Oh no, it was the um, who is the the? I mean, who's the the guy on the fourth line? Thirty eight. Sorry, Jesper Froden. We we've never mentioned that guy ever, but he's like low key no. team for like a couple of weeks. Yeah, he had one too. Just fired it right out to the. Oh spot. yeah, and then he tumbled over Olmark. It was yeah, a little yeah. sloppy. Yeah, sorry, that was that was bad radio, but um, <laughs> hey, just. Four horrendous, horrendous turnovers, uh, and one leads to McAvoy uh, committing a penalty with about 50 seconds left. And uh, the uh, the Ducks won the faceoff with, you know, slapped it around a couple times, had the Bruins chasing the puck, Zegers from the top of the circle, rips it by, game over. Um, Any, you know... What are, you, what are your takeaways from this game, Rick? So uh, the, I wrote down the sloppy start for sure, even before the Ducks uh, scored the power play goal, uh, just sloppy passing in the neutral zone. Couldn't break it out a lot. Um, and then we the Ducks scored that goal, and we started to get back on track. Another one of my guys, Nicky Foligno, hat trick of himself tonight, Gordy Howe. He played good tonight. Was. I didn't watch the fight, but- I saw – I got the notification that he, that he fought. I didn't see it. Yep. So, uh, two two games in a row, we had a fight. Um, Felino was good all night, and the fourth line was good all night till that uh, Froden shift where that was just awful. DeBrusque was showing some promise again. Nice feet to March end. And then they went down 3-1 with another – just, like, you get – the Ducks have enough talent to, like, make it burn when if you make mistakes. Mm-hmm. They did, scoring two more goals in that period. And then I think as the second and third moved along, the Bruins started to control it. The first, sure. like, ten minutes of the third, it was like, oh, here they are. Yeah, I was this like, is, they're going to win again. They're going to win yeah. again. I didn't think they were going to lose. And that's indicative to what they've been doing these uh, last, you know, since the beginning of February, where I think they're back to being themselves. Mm-hmm. But, again, uh, they tie the game. Pasternak with an absolute BB. Um, 
but again, stupid sloppy turnovers. That Smith one, I remember a lot. The one you just mentioned, that was horrible. So again, at the end of the game, they resort to stupid sloppy breakouts and turnovers, um, and they lose on a penalty. Yeah, just just a little quick thing I had on that on that penalty kill, and I'm actually I'm not sure. I guess I can check who called the timeout. I assume it, it must have been the Ducks. I'm um, assuming it's the Ducks. Try to get great, a play. Yeah. The penalty uh, is simple. Get the puck and f- chuck it. So. Yeah. So I was just I get third period. Uh, give me one second. No. Oh, home timeout. Yeah. So. Uh, Ducks called the timeout with uh, 1914, so 45 seconds left in the game. Um, and I'm not sure if this is what Cassidy told him in that, in that huddle, but I was very confused. Uh, Carlo was down low, and he didn't clear out. He tried to block that Zegra shot. He came out, tried to block the shot, misses. Omar is screened. I mean, that's, you know, you can't do anything about a screen goal. I don't know why he didn't try to clear out that guy. And then while the, while the Ducks were working that umbrella, they had Bergeron and Marchand just like the weirdest chase. Like at one point they switched. I was just very, it was like concerningly aggressive when it was very clearly like, we just need to get this to overtime and get a point. Like, I wasn't sure whether that was a coaching decision or something that Bergeron and Marchand, like, kind of came together and said to do. But that – that I was watching, and it as soon as the Ducks won the faceoff and set up the umbrella, it was like, this is over. Like, you could just see it. Yeah, that was a little odd. Usually the Bruins are pretty good penalty kill-wise. They got good penalty kill defensemen, and obviously Marchand Bergeron were a top-10 penalty kill. I don't know, really know what happened there, but what I wanted to ask you was what did you think of Olmark tonight? I think he he's leaving a lot of rebounds out there is what I noticed. And I, just, I find yeah. myself finding being less confident when he's in the net. He's, he's just like a klutz, but not in like the good, like Tim Thomas, Jonathan quick play. He's just like, yeah, he's, he's, he's like always, jumping around. Like he's, big yeah, he's very jumpy, and like slow. He's, he always seems to be on one skate, like kind of jumping across. Like I'm just very confused. I, it's almost like he can't decide what type of style goalie he wants to be. Almost he like, he grew up being like a really athletic Johnson quick type, but then he kind of grew in and got big. I mean, obviously like, he's, I mean, this is like nitpicking, but like he almost, he kind of grew in and then was like, Oh, and now I want to become Vasilevsky. And just like, you know, perfect, like robot, um, like unbeatable. But, and he's just kind of stuck in between. I'm very confused by that. But, and some games he looks on, and some games you're just like, dude, that's, that's a little weird. That's a weird one. But, and that could just be a defenseman thing, right? Like he has maybe McAvoy and Carlo are just that more, much more confident with, um, with, uh, excuse me, Swayman in the net. And you know they're they're just a little a little more tentative, and that leads to more defensive zone kind of miscues and that sort of thing. But I'm not I'm not totally sure. But Omar, I'm I'm okay with him as a backup, I guess. At five million dollars, that's that's an issue. But 
I'm just talking the player. I'm okay with him as a back. Yeah, no, he's a good 1B guy if you're kind of like grooming swimming to get him more games every year. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's clunky. That, that I couldn't count on one hand the amount of times that it hit his pad. It's right in the slot tonight. It was a little more than usual. I was just taking note of that. I was like, yikes. Yikes. Yeah. Almost. And, yeah, he was like – he's always like jumping up in the air, I feel like. like I don't know. Yeah. Just clunky style, not a fan of, but he gets it done sometimes, so. Get a couple of big, big saves in the third too. All right. Um, anything else from that from that game? I'm shocked we didn't get a point. Yeah, disappointing that we didn't get a point. Um, that stinks. Just a bad, bad loss after that. After kind of probably seventy percent of that third period, it sure felt like it. And then the last four, four or five minutes just all fell apart. Probably the um, worst out of the four so yep. far. Uh, working backwards to uh, L.A., we've already covered this game a little bit. Quick was a disaster. They won 7 nothing. DeBrusque with a natural hat trick. Um, just kind of top to, like, you're just – I was blown away by it. It was just like, oh, my God. I more or less only watched the second period because – and that's where I think they exploded for five, if I'm not mistaken. I can check uh, the box score. No, no, I think they scored three in the second, so they are up 5 nothing. I'm pretty sure. Yes, yes, that's right. That's yeah. right. Um, it was five, nothing after. Yep. So, but it was just kind of like, wow, very surprising against kind of a, a pesky little Kings team. Yeah. Just kind of an unbelievable stat I heard that I couldn't believe. Anze Kopitar has led the Kings in points 13 times, and that's the second most all time. Gordy Howe has the most leading a team, like 17 or 18. But like, I think like sneaky, just like the most steady, like assistant. Yeah, like doesn't get talked about co- all anymore. He had a couple of years where he was easily on par with Bergeron. Oh yeah, he's one of those selkie guys. All the time. yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else from this game? Um, it was a solid all around game for the boys. Honestly, mm-hmm. don't remember. King somehow had thirty shots. I don't remember them ever being that big of shots, any high danger chances. There were limited, if any, and when, if there was, Swayman was there to make the saves. Simple breakouts. They got the pucks on net a lot. The DeBrus got pucks on net a lot. The Taylor Hall, to shoot it, goes in. Quick was having a tough night. They took advantage of that. So, shout out the Hall of Famer. Had two of his own. 100th career goal. Put him in the hall. Uh, and one other thing I wanted to mention, um, if you were watching the Nesson feed, uh, Jack Edwards, uh, did you hear what he said about the crypto? The Staples Center. Yeah, yeah. He was like, ooh, the spooky crypto come. It sounds yeah. like a ghost. Uh, I'm, just a I'm, I'm so, I know we've covered this, and I know I'm going to say it again, but I'm so done with him. I'm so done. Uh, yeah, I think this was a solid game. I still don't think it was their best game. We'll get into that. I think the Sharks game was their best game, and even though the score didn't reflect that. But this game... They got pucks on that and they went in. So mm-hmm. I don't think it was a seven nothing game, but I do think they were definitely the better team. And trivia for you: the last Bruin to score a natural hat trick was. Can I get a year? Or I guess an era. It was recently. Uh, you'll never guess it. So I mean, I don't know. I think it was twenty sixteen that he was on the team. Oh. Uh, uh... 
2015 or 16. One of the years they didn't make the playoffs. Or oh, 17. Wow. Right? 2017. I have no idea. Uh... <laughs> Brian Giada. Oh, I forgot <laughs> he was on that team. Brian Giada and Jake. Well, Cabrera I was, was going to say Jerome McGinley. Oh, that would be a good guess. But, yeah, Brian Giata. That was my trivia that I found. I had to mention that. There you go. Uh, Shacks. Moving, yeah, moving backwards into the Sharks game. Going to be honest, didn't watch a second of it. It was on Saturday night. Uh, I'm in college. Sorry, not sorry. Guess uh, uh, who did watch it because uh, uh, I guess I could have went to this party at my house, but I was didn't want to because I heard it wasn't that good. So I just stayed at my buddy's place and watched this. That's what uh, I did. Uh, doing it for the pod. So definitely cracked, definitely cracked a couple though, but I guess I can take it over if you didn't watch. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right. This was their best game so out of the four, for sure. Sharks got a penalty kill early, killed it off, and after that, all bees. All bees. The Brusque with a nice feed to Marshan. Marshan, this was his best game out of the four. He scored twice. Bruins were getting chances all over the place. They just wouldn't go in. Jim Reimer, but just overall great. Hall with a great pass on the, the Pasternak goal at a point in the third period, it was 35 to nine in shots Bruins. Wow. There you go. Dominate. It was utter domination. Swayman didn't have to do anything. Um, then they, at the end, I did write down that they were blowing in a little bit. The sharks were starting to get chances. It was two to one at this point and Swayman made an awesome save. I don't know if you saw this on uh, Thomas hurdle where Swayman was like on his stomach yeah, and, and he reached out with the glove. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he just yeah. reached out with the glove. Great save. Swayman was great when they needed him. They didn't need him often, but he was good when uh, they needed it. And then Bergeron scored the dagger with 50 seconds left. Another good pass play. Um, yeah, this was just, just complete performance. Just like the Kings, they played simple. They didn't score as much, but they had a million chances. I would want to look at the, the high danger chances because they had a ton. Coyle had a good game. He had a lot of chances. They just couldn't score. Where have you heard that one before? Um, yeah. Uh, All right. Good, game. good Saturday night, 10 o'clock, beer, beer viewing for me. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. Um, so that and the Kings, definitely a good two-game stretch there where I was like, all right, we're back. We're back. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, Seattle. This is the one I've watched the least of. I watched a decent amount of this, um, so I can I can kind of take over. Somehow the Bruins have a weird um, weird kind of issue with Seattle. Obviously, they've only played them twice, but they just I think two games have both been one goal games, if I'm not mistaken. I can check back on that. They made a score of empty net, but I think it was like three two. Yeah, just kind of weird, ugly. Um, I mean, this was the OT winner by DeBrusque. I was absolutely stunned when he scored it. Um, oh, an interesting, an interesting line that they brought out in overtime. It was uh, Coyle, yeah, DeBrusque, right and McAvoy. Interesting. Uh, just and then he, he kind of got a, a greasy little goalie, slid it by Grubauer from a terrible angle, pretty much kind of below Grubauer's blocker and in between the posts. Uh, and it kind of hit the inside of the post and banked back in. And it was a just kind of a greasy, grimy win that 
that for some reason Seattle's giving them trouble for being the second worst team or the third worst team in the NHL. But I don't know. I don't have I don't have too much to break down on this. Yeah, I did watch pretty much the highlights on this, and the first goal was shorthanded for Seattle. Yes. I don't know if like Marshan just left the ice. Mm-hmm. And it left Giordano like naked, butt naked, where yeah. his teammate just waited and just gave him the pass. Like it was Marshan and someone else just left the ice. So in 2019, one, Mike Riley gave a terrible turnover, and they just let us left Olmark out to dry on both goals, is what yeah. I wrote down. So I didn't have anything wrong with Olmark in that game, at least from the highlights. But it looked like I watched the extended highlights. Shout out to NHL YouTube. Um, it looked like we were the better team in this one, too. Controlled it. And good thing we got two points. Yeah, that's so, when you need to get two points from. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we should have had at least one tonight, too. But uh, yeah, good little yeah. stretch so far on the road trip. Yeah, it was the longest winning streak of the season going back to Colorado. Uh, five – or no, going back one past that. Uh, Ottawa. Going back to Ottawa. Yep, five in a row. And, um, you know, a couple, a couple dominant, dominant wins in yep. there. And a couple, you know, grinded out wins. You have um, win both ways. That's a good sign. Yeah, yeah, very good sign moving forward. Um, you have anything on the on the trade front or or anything? Not much on the trade front. I did see us mentioned with Nick Letty and Mark Stahl, both defensemen out of Detroit. Um, that does not move the needle for me at all. No, I don't know they're stuff but that's the only thing i heard this week out of it but now like if we get another we get a bigger sample size with the brusque i think we should move him in a deal for a defenseman not one of these two guys fuck like no i want to obviously want a guy who you know moves the needle more and those guys don't i'm just gonna look at up their contracts bad radio okay so nick letty has a year left at five and a half he is a left-handed guy Always on the Islanders was on those Blackhawks Stanley Cup teams. Yeah, I remember him on Blackhawks. He's 30 years old, so I thought he was older than that. So he's only 30. He's more of an offensive guy, another smaller guy. That I don't think is what we need. It's a rental. Mark, you said one year? Yeah, this he's one year left at five and a half. Mark Stahl also has one year left at two million. How old is he? He's got to be up 35. Yeah. He's a left-handed D-man, too. So, I guess we do need left-handed guys. I think Mark Stahl would be more of, like, a, a depth guy. Mm-hmm. So, I'm more interested in Stahl than Letty because Letty would but probably be the big piece. Doesn't doesn't Stahl just scream, like, just a crappy, slow, like, Thomas classic Thomas. Sweeney, just like, oh, we brought him in. Like, this is our piece. Uh, Wade Reddick. Yeah, just, just like, ugh, don't need was that. There, do you remember the guy we brought in who – he wasn't old – we brought in the guy from the Rangers, Nick Holden. I do remember Nick Holden, yeah. Yeah, it's just like I think this this is more of a, that move if we go that route. But I think we need we need a big splash on D and then Phil Kessel. Don't want Phil Kessel. Have you seen any um, articles or any tweets or anything about that? Is that just your own brain? What Phil Kessel? Phil the Thrill. I heard we're one of the teams that are in on him. Heard it's us, Pittsburgh, Minnesota. Imagine if he Why are we making the trade? trade? Why are we doing it now if it's only costing a third? I know. Um, all right. Well, I don't I don't have too much besides DeBrusque uh, still wants to move. Uh-huh. And uh, we know that 
his agent, you know, he said he doesn't want to be a distraction. And um, his agent, I think, something drafted up a couple teams, I believe. Uh, but I think he not, wants to go west. Yeah, not too much beyond that. Looking forward. Sorry. I think he's handling the situation well. He seems to be. And if he keeps playing well, you know, he can he can get himself somewhere. Um, get himself or he'll help both parties. Yeah. I mean, if he turns into Riley Smith and turns into a good player that just wasn't good on the Bruins, good on him. Um, moving um, forward. Sorry. Uh, I was just going to say we should shout out rookie of the month, Jeremy Swayman, NHL. That's right. That's right. Uh, I don't have the the Connor Ryan tweet. Um, well, five one and one in February with a we one. know that, and it's still I think like a one point two and a nine sixty somewhere around there. Eight. Two shutouts. Yep. Uh, pretty pretty dominant. Uh, He's the guy. Con- he is the guy. He is the He's man. The, guy. It, they, the question's been answered. That was a question that was kind of looming, um, even when Tuca came. Who's the guy? in the playoffs and he 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 absolutely is the guy and then if he lets in you know two goals in the eastern conference finals he'll get his head torn off and there will be an effigy in the streets because boston hates goalies but that's besides oh yeah everyone hated tim thomas everyone hated him everyone hated him against the hurricanes yeah people people really liked him in 2010 when they wanted to run him out of town he was hurt the whole year, and then came back. And really the only year Tuca was praised. Yeah, it actually was. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward, uh, pretty big tilt on Thursday against Vegas at Vegas, rowdy place. You know, got a couple days off in Vegas, or got it? I you know got a night off. Sorry, um, I don't want them in Vegas for that long. <laughs> I feel like there's nobody on, you know, like you don't have 20 year old Tyler Sagan on this team. That's going to, or like, it's going to go out and just be a menace on the streets of Vegas. Like this team seems pretty, there's no one that's going to go out and, you know, cause issues. I, I don't feel. Yeah. Tuca is a big drinker. He's not on the team anymore though. That's right. That's right. They're just playing. not as good as I thought Vegas. Um, at least they're in third, they're behind LA. LA's not bad. LA's pretty good. Yeah, that was a, we, we beat them. Beat them bad. That's a, that's a big win. Yeah. Um, we, but that we, is a big game just at Vegas. We, you know, that place gets loud. Uh, it's a huge game for Vegas. They can jump the Kings um, as of now. I'm not sure what the Kings schedule is. But the, the Knights are not in great form, 5-4-1 in their last 10. And just kind of – I think they're just kind of coasting along. Uh, but tight race in that Pacific Oilers are one behind them. The ducks, I'm not sure if this is updated, but they're at 61. Uh, and then the Canucks aren't too, too like ridiculously far back at 58, like really tight race, that whole, that whole division. So Vegas, you know, will be up for it. Obviously you kind of have to get up for these games that you only play the team twice a year. And um, it is four to one. That sounds right. Yeah, we that lost. Right. It says December 14th. We lost 4 1. Yeah. Uh, and then they had, they make a pit stop in Columbus where they should 
totally. That and is the definition of a pit stop. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I've that's, never seen that. I don't think I've ever seen that. Just, Where you, I usually you go right back home after the West. No, do you make a pit stop? I think so. I don't. I mean, I I don't remember this, them. This smells like a loss to me. I don't know why. It should be about a seven nothing win. But after off Vegas, of Vegas, it wouldn't surprise me one bit if they just came out flat and lost three to one. But you know. Either. They should they should handle business there. Columbus is the only team, and it's very it's very unlikely. They're the team outside of the wild card, I'm pretty sure. They're like the one team that could maybe ever catch you, but I doubt it. So put them away, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um then you got LA again. They're probably gonna be pissed off. Uh that's yep. back at home. Another Monday game against the Kings. All right. How about that? Uh, and then you like, got a little homestand up until the – well, that's that's all the games that week. And then they got the Blackhawks, but we can cover that uh, possibly next week. All right. But – Who in next EP after that? I believe – I believe so. It's coming we, up on – it's coming up. Trade deadline. Live from possible, possible special guests coming from the trade deadline. Uh, he doesn't know. He's probably listening right now, and he has no idea. Uh, I haven't told him or anything. But uh, you haven't told him yet? No, no, he has no idea. But um, just oh, there's there's someone uh, that is a possible guest. Uh, he has asked in the past to be a guest, so maybe maybe he does now. I don't know. Uh, Ricky got a host. Like uh-huh. he's gonna be a co-host. Co-host, co-host. That's right. Um, Rick, you got anything else? No, I think we're good. Good week for the boys. We said yeah. three out of four would be good. It could have been four out of four tonight, but, you know, can't win them all. Yep. Go bees. Go bees, kid. Hello out there. We're on the air. It's hockey night tonight. Tension grows. The whistle blows. And the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Second period, where players dash with skates of flash, the home team trails behind. But they grab the puck and go bursting up, and they're down across the line. They storm the crease like bumblebees. They travel like a burning flame. We see them slide the puck inside. It's a 1-1 hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Third period, last game in the playoffs, too. Oh, take me where the hockey players face off down the rink. And the Stanley Cup is all filled up for the champs who win the drink. Now the final flick of a hockey stick and a one gigantic scream. The puck is in, the home team wins the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. 
Good. 